Next on BYU Sports Nation, the 2017 BYU football schedule is filled with tough opponents, but is there a trap game? And he can't go anywhere in China without being recognized. Jimmer Fredette joins the show. What's next for his basketball career? And former BYU women's soccer star Ashley Hatch is on the program. How impressed was she with Jerem's call of her goal with Team USA? Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, live from Studio B, your hosts, Jason Shepard and Brian Logan. BYU Sports Nation is live, everybody. Your day-to-day play-by-play right here in Studio B, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere, Friday, June 16th, wherever and however you're dialed in. Great to have you with us. I'm Jason Shepard, teamed up with LeBron James hairstylist Brian Logan. Are you, are you saying that because my hairline is receding? No. <laughs> is that but can you, can I, didn't, I didn't see that part in, like in, you a, in the script. You do realize. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Time out, time out. I didn't see that part of the script, man. <laughs> well, here's, I didn't see that in the notes. If, if you, you must if have you, just seen this. No. Yes. Here's the thing. Based off of the news, and let me let me give the air quotes for news yesterday. You now have more hair than LeBron James. Yes. Yeah. I know. Can you like explain to me how LeBron James? LeBron James is going bald, and by that meaning he shaved his head. Why is that newsworthy? It's because it's LeBron, man. I mean, he like he could pick his nose, and it's (laughs) newsworthy, I guess. Here's the deal, though. He may now have just decided to shave his head and go bald, but Mother Nature's been telling him that for several years. Yeah, since he was like 19, you know. So, but You'll anyway. never find. But see, here's the deal. As his, as his hairstylist, you really don't have much to do. No, not at all. I just gotta, I, now I got to get the wax, you know. Okay. Just, just going bald, you know. Just got to make sure you get that nice shine. Yeah. Hey, speaking of big news, uh, BYU Football Media Day, one week from today. We've been talking about that for a really long time. Yep. There's obviously going to be a two-hour BYU Sports Nation as well as the state of the program, which will precede BYU Sports Nation. But one thing that I am really looking forward to, and I know Cougar fans have been talking about this. They're excited. It's our Lavelle Edwards Coaching Tree Special. We're going to look back on the coaching legacy that BYU legend Lavelle Edwards has had influence on. And... This is really cool. Check out some of the names on this list of those who are either going to be in attendance in person or contributing via video for this special. Some of the guys that will be in studio will be members of the Lavelle Edwards family. Tom Holmo will be in studio. Kalani Satake, uh, Brian Mitchell, and Gary Zahner. But how about this? Video contributions are coming in from Mike Holmgren, Mm -hmm. Mike Leach, Kyle Whittingham, Brian Billick, just to name a few. It's legit, man. This is going to be awesome to be able to have this group of former players, hey, coaches, hey, Jason? and Jason? sometimes both. Yeah. Um, I, it's, it's, I forgot to put it's, something it's crazy, in man. the script. Hey, guys. Yeah, what, what you forgot to put something in the script. Something in the script. Okay. Um, you might want to look at your monitor. Uh, this just in, who's going to be there? Oh, goodness. Hey, my guy. Hey, Andy. My man. Nice. The head coach of the 2018 Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs. Nice. Nice. That's legit, man. It's, this, it's exciting. I mean, I, I can only imagine, like, what you are feeling <laughs> and what – okay, I would say that I'm a true Cougar fan, right? But I'm, but I'm young in this, 2009, right? Um, and so to, to, to come back and hear these stories of – 
you know, Lavelle and just other former players and just, you know, certain games and things like that. It's, it's all, it's all, it's new to me. It's like a kid, you know, on Christmas and, um, it's, it's exciting for somebody like me, man. So I could only imagine what you and fans, you know, are feeling. Well, and, and the cool thing is, I mean, like a guy like Mike Holmgren, this isn't somebody that you hear from very often. Right. You know, it's, it's been a while. You know, he had obviously his run with the Packers and with the yep. Seahawks, and then he was in the front office with Cleveland. But you don't hear a lot from him these days, and you don't hear a lot from him in terms of his BYU days. Right. So I'm really excited to be able to hear from guys like, like Mike Holmgren. Mike Leach, you know, is a character. Yeah. I mean, right. it, it's going to be awesome <laughs> to hear from that. So you are not going to want to miss this. That's the uh, Belarus coaching tree it, next man. Friday. I'm not going to miss it, dude. I got it marked on my calendar. I told my wife, I'm like, this is my day off. Act like I am not here. I'm not changing any diapers. I am not feeding any, any kids food. I'm going to grab a big bag of Cheetos, and I'm going to have my wife beat her on. And I said, so when you, come, when you come home and you see these Cheeto stains, you know, uh, of, of my hands wrapped across my stomach, that's, you, know, you know that's what it is. And I'm focused on this, and I'm, I'm just chilling, man. I'm excited. So while you're watching the entire day next week of BYU Football Media Day, you can just picture Brian at home eating his Cheetos. Yes. Let's bring on the headlines. It's your BYU Sports Nation headline. BYU starting pitcher Maverick Buffo is in Florida today to sign with the Toronto Blue Jays. Now, Buffo was drafted in the 34th round on Wednesday in the MLB draft. He's expected to be assigned to the Blue Jays minor league system in either Virginia or Vancouver, which brings us, by the way, to a very early stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. BYU baseball is losing two starting pitchers from this year's NCAA regional team. Yeah, not only are they losing Maverick Buffo, who's going to sign with the Toronto Blue Jays. Now, he was a junior. He's going to be gone. But you also have Brady Corliss. Maverick was your day one starter. Brady Corliss was a senior, so he's graduating. He was your day two starter. So right now... BYU only has one of their three starting pitchers in Hayden Rogers that will be back next year. Man, it's 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 a it's a bittersweet because you know obviously losing guys just to to eligibility, you know them graduating, it's it's nothing you can really do about that. It always hurts when that is a starter, yeah. right, and, and a contributor. But when you have a junior, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's hard because as a coach, you got to, and even as a teammate, it's like, man, I hate you for leaving, but I'm like I'm, a, I, but I love you and I'm excited yeah. for you as well, you know, so. Um, but hey, man, this is this is the life that we live in. You know what I mean? It's it's you got to bounce back. You just regroup. Yep, that's what you do. And I mean, it's good for the program to have guys going on to the next level. Former BYU cornerback Mike Davis is getting snaps with the starters at the Los Angeles Chargers minicamp, according to NFL columnists of the Rebel Media, Fernando Ramirez. Davis signed with the Chargers as an undrafted free agent earlier this summer. So that tells all of you kids out there that dreams do come true. You don't have to get drafted. Daniel Summerhays is on the course in round two at the U.S. Open. Summerhays currently tied for 29th at one under par through 12 holes. Team USA swept Iran yesterday in week three of World League play. Ben Patch led the U.S. with 24 points, including 21 kills. Taylor Sander was second behind Patch with 12 points. Team USA faces Russia tomorrow at 11.25 a.m. Eastern. Rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending, brought to you by Ahern Rentals. Your next job is our priority. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. Admiral Akbar would be proud. It's a trap. Okay, I'm ready, I'm ready move, for this. But before we move <laughs> any further, do you have any idea who Admiral Akbar is? Nope. <laughs> Does that give you a clue? Wait, say that again. 
Yeah, yeah. Is that chewy? It's it's chewy. Oh. So what is so so if we're bringing if we're letting you hear chewy, what where do you think Admiral Akbar is from? Star Wars. Star Wars. Yes. Okay. Hey. Okay. Yes. Admiral okay. Akbar is is a character in Star Wars, and he's famous for saying. It's a trap. Uh, oh, yes. I get it now. See, See, I'm only half smart. It all so comes it together. Me, it's it's like me. a good Seinfeld episode. It took me a while. Yeah. The Sporting News came out with a piece discussing the most dangerous games for 16 college football playoff teams this upcoming season. Basically, a trap game for each of those 16 teams. And on that list was the Wisconsin Badgers. And as we know, BYU will host Wisconsin this season at Lavelle Edwards Stadium on September 16th. Brian, do you care to guess... Which game the Sporting News chose as the Badgers' trap game? Uh, uh, that would be uh, Brigham Young for five points, please. Yes, the BYU Cougars are the game that they listed as Wisconsin's trap game. In fact, in this piece, they said the Badgers' conference schedule features the usual potholes, but the non-conference trip to BYU sticks out because anytime a Big Ten team goes out west, it gets interesting. The Cougars are a nine-win team that returns quarterback Tanner Mangum too. So this got us thinking about BYU's 2017 schedule. And if there were any trap games for the Cougars, which brings us to today's Twitter question. What is a trap game on BYU's 2017 football schedule and why? First tweet in at why for life. Pretty much every game is a trap game because every team wants to beat BYU. You, you can't. Uh, you, I mean, I, I understand False. everybody True, wants to beat BYU, but yes. you can't have ev- your entire schedule can't be a trap game. No, man. That, it's that not, completely goes against the definition of a trap game. That's like an Alabama game. or maybe, you know, uh, you know a, a more of a, I don't, I don't want to say non-branded team uh, or branded team because BYU does have a brand. But, I mean, every single game, people are gunning for the top guys, Alabama, you know, et cetera. So, yeah, yeah, maybe, but maybe, maybe some of the the, the lower tier schools like UNLV, you know, maybe like the Air Forces. That's what we had to face when we were in the Mountain West. But I mean, they're they're on to bigger and better things. See, the good news, in my opinion, is that there aren't very many games on this year's schedule for BYU that I really would characterize as a trap game. The the one that would probably fit the definition of a trap game is the game at Utah State on September 29th. That's probably where I'm zeroing in on this. And it may sound a bit weird that an in-state game would be a trap game, but it sits right in between home games against Wisconsin and Boise State. Now, BYU should win this game, no doubt, but you know how big a game this will be for Utah State. It is in Logan. It's the Super Bowl! Super Bowl! So, so this, Get ready! This game, based off of the definition, and and... I guess everybody would maybe have their own certain definition of a trap game. But for me, it's a game that you should win, but you may overlook because you're either maybe right before a really big game or sandwiched in between two games, which is yeah. the case, you know, for, for BYU. So I, I agree with you, man. I, that, I'm leaning towards Utah State. I, I, yeah, there's, there's nothing on the schedule that I can see that, that that's a trap game. When you look at it by, by definition, right? Um, and so, you know, outside of Portland State, um, you know, you, the, 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 the first six games, right, when you look at it, the, what are the two games that BYU should just, you know, win? Um, kind of like a guarantee. You got Utah State. You got Portland State. And so, you know, if, if, if those are opponents that we know we could just – let's just go ahead and write a W right here, guys. <laughs> um, when, when you look at where they're placed, I mean – you got Wisconsin, and then you have, you know, Utah State, then you have Boise, then you got Mississippi State, right? right? I mean, so, and then, you know, prior to that, you got Utah, you got LSU. So, I mean, if I'm, if I'm a player, I'm, I'm juiced about all of those games on my, you know, on my calendar, on the schedule, and then I look at Utah State, and I'm like, 
Mm. Boring. Or even maybe Portland State, you, potentially, but it's the first game. So yeah, you're always going to get up for the first game. Yeah, see, this tweet comes in from at Jelly Belly Kelly, which is still one of the best tweets. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Jelly Belly. Jelly Belly Kelly. I've, I've actually oh I got to meet her, actually. Nice. She's very nice. You like Jelly Belly? Uh, I, I'm assuming. I don't think you would make it your Twitter handle if you didn't like them. Uh, at Jelly Belly Kelly says, don't sleep on Portland State. The first game always has its difficulties, and they might be too focused on LSU the next week. I mean, I, I guess Portland State could be considered a track game. In fact, let's hit it. Countdown to the Vikings. 71. 71 days. Give me some. Bam. Bad. That was not rehearsed either. We didn't, dude, we didn't even think to rehearse it. We didn't even, like, the thought didn't even come in our minds to rehearse it. Good job. Uh, Let's keep it rolling on Twitter. Don't forget, use the hashtag BYUSN. Join the BYU Sports Nation conversation. Let's get back to the Twitter machine. It's Twitter time. At B Royal Blue Coog. Tie between Utah State and San Jose State. Both can surprise you, a la 2014 and 2012, respectively. Need to keep them in perspective. Mm, yeah, okay. See, here's, okay. here's the thing that I look at with San Jose State. If you look at BYU's schedule towards the end of the year, San Jose State comes after East Carolina. Once you hit San Jose State on October 28th, you've winning. got San Jose State, Fresno State, Win. UNLV, Win. UMass, Win. Hawaii. Win. Yeah, I mean, these, these are all games, if you're playing the win-loss game, yeah. you yeah. would put a win over all those. So I, I just don't know if any of those, at least by my definition, would be considered it's, a trap game. So, so we talked about this earlier, right? And, and, and I, I remember the story with, with Oklahoma when we, we came and, and we won. And everybody, the media was like, oh, it was a trap game. You know, they were set up for failure, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, you had Sam Bradford, Heisman, and, like, this, this was the year, right, for Oklahoma. And a lot of media, you know, national media was like, no, this, that, that wasn't a trap game. You could lose to Brigham, bro. You could literally lose to them no matter what. It doesn't matter if you're home, away. These guys can, can slay some giants. And so that's not considered a trap game. You just lost focus. And didn't do your job. Now, if it was something like a, a Portland State, no matter how bad you do, you're going to win that game. Yep. That's, Come on. That's, that's not a trap game. Coming up, Jimmer Fredette joins us to talk BYU hoops and being a new dad. But first, former BYU women's soccer forward Ashley Hatch will join the program. This is BYU Sports Nation. What's trending on BYU Sports Nation is brought to you by Ahern Rentals. Your next job is our priority. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Welcome back. This is BYU Sports Nation simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Conversation happening right now on Twitter. Follow at BYU Sports Nation and use the hashtag BYUSN. BYU Football Media Day is one week from today. There will be the state of the program with Tom Homo. A two-hour BYU Sports Nation Webcast with players and a look back on the Lavelle Edwards coaching tree, which we just found out a couple minutes ago that Andy Reid yes. will be here and in person. Yes, it is, it's not what there's going to be uh, several guys that will be in person. Yep. Um, and then there will be some video tributes. Andy Reid will be one of the guys that will be here uh, in Provo. I'm really excited in, in person, man. So you don't want to miss it. Make sure you guys are tuning in next Friday, June 23rd. Twitter question today. What is the trap game on BYU's 2017 football schedule 
and why. At Bell underscore four says, the game against Utah being due never gave anyone a win. (laughs) I I don't know how in the world Utah can be a trap game. That's so true, though. Oh, man, that's so funny. Um, I mean, yeah, I don't think that. Well, yeah, I, I get what I get. I get what he's saying right here, because you can go into the like going to that game with the mindset of like karma and just like spirituality. Like, no, we're due. We're going to win. No matter what happens, we got this, man. We got this. Yeah, but I mean, Utah is not a game at any point you will ever overlook, regardless of who you play before or after. See, Jason, I say I agreed. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, you You're know, just trying to help him I'm out. Just, I get it. I'm just showing some empathy here. Okay. I'm putting myself in, you know, his shoes, and I'm trying to, I'm trying to bring it to you and and the fans out there that this is, this is, I can see how that can happen, you know. But but with Utah and just this rivalry in general, man, no, there's no way, there's no way that these kids aren't going to get up for it. I mean, fans are getting up for it, right? There's there's no way. There's there's too much there. Within this rivalry, if it was a, a maybe a rivalry like on a smaller scale um, that didn't have, I think, as much tension. Right. And what I mean by that is kind of off the field. Right. Because th- are you saying that this is a tense rivalry? Yeah, yeah very extremely. extremely. I've, I've not heard of this. <laughs> it's the first I'm hearing of this. If, so if it wasn't if it wasn't as tense, then, yeah, I don't know, maybe. But man, you you like this is one rivalry game. I would say if if one team is. You know, eleven and zero, and the other team is zero and eleven. Like I would, th- I would throw both of those records out the window. Oh, you're going with the throw out the records I would cliche. Throw it out, I like it. I, th- I would throw it out because I've been a part of rivalries like that, man, and it's is bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, at BYU underscore undefeated, I would say Utah State or Boise State because of their schedule placement, but they're still rivalry games. See. It's interesting the Boise State thing was brought up. When I, I actually like that one. Boise State was like actually the very first team that came into my mind. I'm like, it, it's, it may be Boise State. The more I thought about it, I ultimately went with Utah State. But I can understand I can't. having Boise State at home. That's actually really good. That's, I mean, I, that's actually really, really but good. But I just don't – I just don't – in my opinion, again, for it to be a trap game, it, it's got to be something that you – kind of overlook in a way and I just don't know how you can overlook Boise State yeah it, 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 again man it, there's there's the it's the perception is how you overlook people right and how you overlook teams and with that you know over the last couple of years with BYU going independent um and and having you know kind of uh Boise as as that rivalry and and when you look at it they haven't done you know well here in Provo um you know BYU hasn't done well there um, and so I could see for the, for BYU to say, you know what? Yeah, we, we can win this game. Let's, let's go ahead and look and look at Mississippi State, you know, it's SEC school, you know, blah, blah, blah. But, again, it all comes down to what's going to happen during that time. Because if, if Boise is da- having a down year and maybe Mississippi State is having an up year, there's your, there's your fall right there. Joining us now on the Desert First Credit Union hotline, happy to have Ashley Hatch, former BYU women's soccer star. Welcome back to the program, Ashley. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Hey, uh, first and foremost, congratulations on the win over Sweden with Team USA. You, you got the first goal, something we actually used as breaking news on this very show. Yay. What did that goal mean to you as your first with Team USA? <laughs> um, you know, it meant a lot. You know, I was just really excited to finally, you know, put one in the back of the net with that team since I've been with them for the past couple months, so it felt good. All right, Ashley. Now, I, I do want you... To, to listen to this, okay? 
What was more okay. impressive, your goal against Sweden, the actual goal, or Jerem's <laughs> goal call of said goal? Listen to this. Goal! Okay, stop. <laughs> okay, stop, stop. That, that reminds me of when Jerem was in... <laughs> this is ridiculous. This is out of control. Did he take a breath yet? He's taking a breath. He snuck one in there somewhere. That reminds me when he was in Pirates of Penzance. He he held that note in Pirates of Penzance. Ashley Hatch. All right, Ashley, what was more impressive? Jerem's uh, ability to be able to have that much breath to do that or your goal? I would say definitely Jerem's goal call was more impressive. (laughs) I guess guess you got to give him some props, right, for... Um, holding it for what? Two minutes? That was a long time. <laughs> yeah. That was a lot of hot air. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Ashley, what, what what did that feel like to um, to get your 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 first goal and um, you know kind of walk us through the the moment? Um, it felt really good, um, especially since you know that tournament. Um, we've been playing really well and we had a lot of good opportunities on goal. I had a few close shots the game the game before and so it was kind of a relief to finally just see the ball go in the back of the net and get one for Team USA so it was really fun The international break is over Ashley, you're now back with your North Carolina Courage team, how has your first professional season gone so far do you think? Um, it's going great so far You know, I'm loving this team and I'm loving the coaches and I'm learning a lot and yeah, it's just been great I have no complaints <laughs> So Ashley, I... Um... After I was in my senior year, I went and played in Canada for a little bit in Edmonton. And it was, it was different, just, you know, having a different culture and, and different country. Um, yeah. How has that been for, for you and, and your experience? Um, it's definitely been an adjustment, you know, just, like, getting used to new team, new coaching staff. But, like I said, like, everyone here is awesome. And they have all the You guys are in first place right now in in the league. I, I have to imagine that the fact that the team is having success has probably helped you make that tradition from the college game to the program a bit easier, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. What has been the biggest transition for you going from college soccer to the NWSL? Um, I would just say, you know, the game is everyone's a little faster, a little stronger, and or a little smarter, and so you just kind of have to pick up your game, especially, like, every day at practice, you know. There's no easy practices. Every practice, you know, you get out there and you have to just be on your toes and ready to get better every day, which I love, and it's great, and I feel like it's pushing me to become a better player. Ashley Hatch joining us here on BYU Sports Nation. I know that Team USA will get back to action, I believe, towards the end of July. What does the rest of the summer look like for you in terms of Team USA and then finishing up your first year with the Courage? Um, I'm not quite sure um, what's in store with Team USA. I guess I'll just have to see what happens. Um, And with the Courage, you know, we have our season, so we're just taking one game at a time. I think we... We go all the way until, like, October, so we've got still a lot of games ahead of us and just focusing on those games and getting more wins. Ashley, what, what is the, the, the biggest, I would say, maybe benefit um, from, from playing uh, in a professional uh, league compared to playing 
in you know in college. I would say you know for me it was was just not homework, right? <laughs> not having to worry about that. <laughs> what are some of the perks for you? Yeah, definitely not having school is nice, but I also kind of miss it because you have soccer every day, but then you do have a lot of free time when you're not playing. But you also have to be smart about what you do with your free time. So, I mean, the, it's been good to have a lot of free time, but I'm trying to find a balance of staying busy, focusing on soccer and finding other hobbies you like has been fun, but it's also been kind of a challenge. Um, oh, yeah. Also, just getting to know lots of new people has been really cool. Yeah, so, you know, because I, I, I understand what you're saying. I, I had that a little bit when I, when I, when I played in, in, in Canada. And then as soon as I got to the real world, I was like, I was busy because I had an, a regular yeah. nine-to-five job. And that's what you have right now, and you got to keep telling yourself that, right? Yep, definitely. <laughs> so, Ashley, you're obviously not that far removed from this, uh, this BYU women's soccer program. And if you look at their schedule for the upcoming season, it's another challenging schedule. You know this team very well. How good can this squad be this upcoming season? Um, I think they can be great. You know, it's, we had a lot of seniors graduate, and so it's a great opportunity for more people to step up to the plate and show BYU soccer what they've got. And I'm really excited to, you know, watch them and see them compete. It'll be great. Who are some of the, the, the up-and-coming uh, uh, players on this team that, that fans should know about? Um, on the BYU soccer team? Yep. Some of the, some um, of the underclassmen that, that, you, that you played with. Um, you know, I played up top a lot with, you know, uh, Maddie, Lyon, now Matthews, and also, like, Elise Flake. They both have great speed and great potential. Um, honestly, everyone on that team is great, and I think they can all make an impact on the team. I feel bad for Jen. She's got a lot of hard decisions to make. <laughs> Well, Ashley, congratulations on, on your goal with Team USA. Let's go ahead and give you some uh, BYU Sports Nation karma as you, uh, as you head back my hand to, uh, to the my North hand. Carolina Courage. We'll give you the karma, and uh, thanks for joining us. Really appreciate it. Good luck the rest of the year. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for having me. You bet. Ashley Hatch. The North Carolina Courage. Hold my hand, man. You can let go of my hand. <laughs> Hold my hand. Hold my hand. I was about to give you a compliment, man. I was about to say, you, you didn't make this weird. You know, you didn't make it awkward like this. It wasn't weird until you wouldn't let go. Well, <laughs> you made me feel comfortable to not let go. No. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thanks to Ashley Hatch for joining us on the Desert First Credit Union Hotline. Desert First, your values, your timeline, your financial future. I did want to ask her one thing we, did, we didn't get to ask her. Like, I'm, I'm a super picky eater. She was yeah. just over in Sweden. I don't know how, how different the cuisine – I mean, obviously it's going to be different. I'm just kind of curious as to what, what the cuisine was like over in Sweden. Yeah, you know, I, I heard, like, the further you get out, for, like, from the, the U.S. So usually it's like, well, I'm fine. I can go to McDonald's or Burger – you know what I mean? Like a, yeah. like a national or international chain. But I heard the further you go – the worst it kind of is so you kind of yeah our twitter question today what is the trap game on byu's 2017 byu football schedule we'll get to those coming up but next what does jimmer Fredette think about eric mika's nba chances and coach Fredette? jimo dashin is next this is byu sports nation jimmer byu sports nation is brought to you in part by tecano's brazilian grill escape the ordinary Welcome back, sports friends. Jason Shepard and Brian Logan in Radio Vision Live on BYU Radio and BYU TV. We're also on demand anytime, anywhere. In fact, 
If you missed our interview with Ashley Hatch talking about scoring her first goal with Team USA, you can catch that interview and more on the BYU TV or BYU Radio apps. Don't forget to also download the podcast. You can also watch on the BYU apps and TV and radio. Uh, the BYU Football Media Day next Friday uh, will have a two-hour special, uh, BYU Sports Nation special, from noon to 2, uh, two o'clock Eastern. Uh, we'll talk to uh, Cougar coaches and players, all part of a very, very busy day. And I can't stop saying this enough with Andy Reid. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, I had planned to sit down and watch uh, the show with Cheetos and, you know, have Cheetos days on my wife beater, but I might try to sneak in, man. If I can get a pass or something, you could probably give me one, right? <laughs> there's there's going to be Jerem, a lot of Jerem and Spencer, they never come through, man. <laughs> never. Look, looking forward to next Friday's BYU uh, Football Media Day. Let's refresh today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. BYU starting pitcher Maverick Buffo is in Florida today to sign with the Toronto Blue Jays. Nice. Maverick was drafted by the Blue Jays in the 34th round of the Major League Baseball draft on Wednesday. He's expected to be assigned to the Blue Jays minor league system in either Virginia or Vancouver. Former BYU cornerback Mike Davis is absolutely killing it right now, getting snaps with the first teamers um, at the Los Angeles Chargers minicamp. Uh, this was according to NFL columnist of the Rebel Media, uh, Fernando Ramirez, um, Davis, remember Davis signed as an undrafted free agent. So not only is that rare, right, to to, to make it through uh, mini camps and, and rookie camps, but to pull, get snatched at the yeah. first team, man, that's the, he's he's killing it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, good for Mike Davis. Always love to see those guys uh, performing well at the next level. Daniel, Sum- Daniel Summerhays is on the course in round two with the U.S. Open. Summerhays currently tied for 28th at one under par through 13 holes. Team USA swept Iran yesterday in week three of World League play. Ben Patch led the U.S. with 24 points, including 21 kills. Taylor Sander was second behind Patch with 12 points. Team USA faces Russia tomorrow at 11.25 a.m. Eastern. Very excited about our next guest. You know him. You love him. You may have named one of your children after him. He is Jimmer <laughs> Fredette. He joins us right now on the Desert First Credit Union Hotline. Jimmer, welcome back to BYU Sports Nation. Jimmer! Hey, hey. Uh, How's it going? It's going, it's going okay. really good. But here's the thing. Forget hoops for a minute. How was the family? How was the new baby? Unbelievable. It's been, it's been such a great experience. Little Wesley is a little over three and a half months now, and she's doing great. Um, growing like crazy. She's starting to smile and all that different types of fun stuff. So, you know, I'm just having a great experience so far. And Whitney's doing great as well. She's a trooper. She's been, she's been awesome. So uh, it's always fun to, to have a new kid, and I'm experiencing it now. Yeah, man, you're, you're bringing me back just 15 months ago. We, just, we had our second. Um, and, uh, yeah, you go through all the nice times, and then they get older, and you're like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> he's just enjoying. He's just enjoying her while she's small yes. right now. Soak, yes. soak it in, man. And I and I follow follow um, Winnie on on Instagram, and so I get to uh, experience those moments with you, man. You guys have a beautiful daughter. All I'm going to say is this, um, uh, Jimmer. If you, when she gets older, you know, because you know you're you're a handsome guy. Your wife is is beautiful. You have a beautiful <laughs> daughter. When you need that black uncle to to come and scare away the boyfriends. Let me know, man. I'm there. I'm there for you. Just give me a call, text me, tweet me, whatever the case is. I will be that black uncle. I don't have I don't have my gold I teeth agree. anymore, but I but I will put some foil in there. I'll put some I'll put some gum gum wrapper foil in there, and we'll we'll we'll, we'll, we'll really do it. 
I appreciate that, Brian, because everyone needs a black uncle. You know I mean? <laughs> everyone, everyone needs that. Everyone needs that. So exactly. we'll, we'll be uh, blessed with that for, for out here in Utah with you. So we appreciate that. Exactly, man. I mean, look, we can get some Sharpies, put some tat- some fake tattoos on my neck, say I just got out of jail. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be perfect. That'll be perfect. So, so funny. <laughs> so, Jimmer, now that the season is officially over, when you look back on this past year in China, how would you describe your experience playing there? You know, it was a it was a great great experience. I had a lot of fun. Um, the people over there are so great. They're humble people. They're very nice people, um, and they love basketball. I mean, there's 500 million basketball fans over in China, so I mean, it's a it's a great experience. Very similar to like an NBA type feel. The, the teams treat you really well. Uh, all the games are packed. Um, you feel like a, you know a celebrity over there. So it's it was a lot of fun. Uh, I had a great teammates, a great coaching staff. Um, and obviously Shanghai is, you know, probably the best city over in China. Yep. So it was, a, it was a great experience to be there. And, um, you know, I had a lot of fun, and we'll see what happens in the future. Well, so now we know how good of a basketball player you are, but what's this we hear about Coach Jimmer Fredette? What, 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 is, what is this we're hearing about a coaching career? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't heard anything about a coaching career. Well, I, I, uh, aren't, aren't, you, aren't you involved in, uh, in the tournament as a coach? So the, my brother has put together the bas- yeah, tournament and the basketball team, and he put me down as, a, as the head coach. And uh, so I don't know how much of the coach I'll actually be, but uh, I'll definitely be there and try to help out a little bit. But, um, you know, coaching is something that, uh, you know, it's not for everyone, but I do enjoy, you know, trying to teach, especially younger kids, um, trying to teach the game and um, show them, you know, how to play and show them the fundamentals and different things that I've learned through the years. So I think that will be a, a fun thing to do. But, you know, in this basketball tournament, I'm more of just trying to support and be a cheerleader, I think. <laughs> man, bless, bless your heart, man, because I don't have patience to, to, to try to coach and teach little kids. But, I mean, it, it's, it's interesting that, you know, Jason brings it up as far as, uh, you know, the NBA free agency just a few weeks away and, you know, you just having some options out there. Um, that, that, that I think you would do really well, um, you know, with that as far as, um, you know, coaching kids and, and maybe making that the next step of, of your career. Have you guys thought of, of that or, or any plans as far as NBA or going back to China or, or what the case is? You know, I think I'm going to have some, some really good options um, both places. You know, obviously China was a great experience for me. I had a lot of fun being able to be there. And um, if, I, if I wanted to go back, it would be uh, on my terms. Uh, it would be something that is a decision that, you know, I felt like it was best for myself and my family to be able to be back in China and at, in Shanghai. So that's great. I think I'll have some NBA options as well. I think I'll have some teams that will offer me some type of a deal. And um, But it all depends on, at this point in my career of what I feel is the best place for my family and myself, where I can play a lot, where I can, you know, win some games and be able to, uh, you know, monetarily, obviously, what's better for us and uh, there's a lot of positives and negatives to both places, but um, we'll take it all into consideration and see what happens during the next couple of months. But I'm excited to be in a good position. What what ha- what type of interest has there been from NBA teams? Uh, there's been a lot of good interest. My NBA has talked to uh, quite a few different teams, um, you know, in, in different sense. So I mean, there's there's some really good interest out there. I think people saw what I did last year um, in China and realized that you know I can still play. I can shoot the ball and score the basketball, and there's a big need for that in the NBA for some teams. Um, so it's important to be able to uh, 
to show them that, I think being in China was uh, a great experience for me to be able to show people what I could do again. And uh, so I think that's really helped me out in my career. Was that a, so? You're you're a humble guy, right? We all we all know this, but I mean, how how gratifying was that for you to you know have the season you did and kind of look back, you know, uh, down sideways at the at the NBA scouts or just the NBA and say, "Told you guys, told you, yeah, I could play." <laughs> how, how was that? No, it was great. I mean, as a competitor, it's just fun to be out there and play and to really get out there and do what you do on the on the basketball court. Again, was uh, extremely gratifying. It was, you know, you put in a lot of hard work as a as a basketball player. My, I, I put in a lot of hard work in the off season and continued to stay positive and knew if I got an opportunity to play somewhere that I could perform and perform well. So it was really fun to be able to do that in Shanghai and show people again. And I got a lot of uh, notoriety uh, worldwide, you know, over in China and then over here in the U.S. They had the ESPN piece and all these different things. So I think it was uh, great for, for my career, and it was fun to be able to just uh, show that I can play again. Jimmer Fredette joining us here on BYU Sports Nation. And we mentioned that NBA for agency just a couple weeks away. Before that, next week, next Thursday, as a matter of fact, it's the NBA draft, and Eric Mika is a player who's hoping to hear his name called next week. Have you talked with him about his decision to go pro? And, and what are your th- overall thoughts on his game and his chances in the NBA? Um, I haven't spoken to him about it uh, yet, but if he, if he wants to, I'm always open to it. I always tell Coach and everybody, you know, anything that any of the players need at BYU, let me know, and I'm always willing to help. Um, so I'd love to talk to him, but, you know, he, uh, he's a really great basketball player. I mean, he's a hard worker. He's a guy, you know, that is, uh, you know, kind of a prototypical big guy that can score down low, um, you know, continue to improve his, his jump shot in the outside game because that's a big part of the NBA at this time. But he can defend really well, specifically in the post, and pretty agile as a big guy so he can switch and, you know, stay in front of some people. So I think that's what they're looking for, you know, in the NBA these days. So I think he has, a, you know, a, a definitely a, a good chance to at least be on a roster. If he doesn't get drafted, he'll be able to make a roster um, and be in a training camp and then kind of show people what he can do. So I'm excited for him. You know, he's a great kid. He works hard. And I, I only hope the best for him. So, Jimmer, you were in a very similar situation with with um, uh, with with Eric as far as uh, you know, kind of putting your name out there, trying to see uh, the interest from M- the NBA and some of the scouts, um, and and really, um, you know, your value, your worth. And you know, he went uh, another direction, right, and and decided to yep. to to move on to uh, a professional career. Um, you yep. you know came back and stayed. And we obviously can't right. speculate of what he was thinking and, and, and really the, 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 why he made the decision. Uh, but with your experience, you know, why do you think somebody, um, when they're going through the process, would come back or would stay? You know, there's a lot of things that, that determine it. Um, you know, obviously for Eric, uh, I think one of the biggest things for Eric was that the fact that he's, he's 23 years old. And, um, you know, you have a lot of these young guns coming out of high, or I got a college that are 19 and you're going up against mostly 19 and 20 year olds when you're getting into the draft. And, uh, you know, so a lot of NBA teams are looking for that youth and it's not like 23 is that old per se, but it's, you know, to start your career, that's um, something that they definitely look at. So I'm sure people and agents were in her ear, his ear talking about that. Um, and he just felt like he had a really great season last year and, um, you know, for me, the biggest thing was, was I going to be able to come back to BYU next year 
and have a better season than what I had my junior year. And I knew that our team was going to be really, really good, and we were going to have a chance at, uh, to, to have a special season, and I knew that I could play better than what I played my junior year. And uh, so I felt like it would benefit me to come back, and that's why I did it. And I, you know, obviously had an awesome season. It was so much fun. So in Eric's mind, Eric's mind, he needed to feel like if he was going to have a better season the next year, maybe it was worthwhile. But if he felt like, you know, he had a great season this year and it was time for him to go out, that's kind of the decision that he would he would make. So you know, there's a lot of things that go into it. A lot of people in your ear, and then you kind of just uh, got to make a decision on your own. I know you've been around the BYU basketball program recently. What have been your thoughts on this team, which has gone through some changes, both uh, in terms of players and with coaches? Um, you know, I'm, I'm excited for – sorry, you said about for this year? Yeah, just your, your overall thoughts on this upcoming season. Yeah, I'm, ex- I'm excited, um, you know, to see how it goes. Obviously, they have a talented group of guys and uh, guys that have played together for a while. You know, they have a lot of really good guards, but a lot of their guards are actually bigger, bigger kids which is good. That's really nice to have. I know coaches are excited about that, the versatility that they can have on the floor to be able to guard different positions and play different positions, push the ball. Um, so, you know, I'm excited to see how they do. Obviously, they're a fast-paced team that can shoot the basketball, and it's always fun to watch them. But I think Coach Rose is going to have these guys prepared. I think they're going to be ready to go, and they're going to be determined to show people that they're going to be a great team. You know, last year didn't necessarily end up the way they wanted it to, but I know that this year they're, they're going to be determined to, to play well. What's the rest of the summer look like for you, Jim, or what's going to be keeping you busy? Um. Just working out mostly. Obviously, the little girl, Wesley, having her hanging out and all that stuff. Um, but it's just kind of a waiting game to see what I'm going to be doing next year. But, uh, you know, just trying to enjoy my time here in, in, in Colorado and back in Utah a couple of times. But, uh, you know, not a whole lot. I'm pretty I'm a pretty boring guy on the floor. I just kind of hang out and watch movies and eat and that's that's what i do <laughs> all right jimmer great stuff man we appreciate you joining us and hey enjoy your first father's day as a father i'm sure that's gonna be a special one for you i can't wait i'm super excited about it yeah i'm i'm, I'm really interested to see what whitney has planned for me I, i'm sure she has something special <laughs> there you go all right jimmer thanks for joining us we appreciate it yeah, no problem, guys. Thanks for having me. You bet. Jimmer Fredette on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Deseret First, your values, your timeline, your financial future. Always love talking to Jimmer. Good stuff, man. It's good to hear that, that he's already receiving some interest from NBA teams and that he'll have options. That's always good to hear. That's what you yeah. want as a player, right? You just yeah. want to have some options. Yeah, I, you know, I, I think it, to me it sounded like the fact that he had this good season in, in China, you know, he, he kind of put that to rest as far as I can play, I can do this. And it sounds like, yeah, I'm gonna do the best. I'm gonna do what's best for me now. I think I've scratched that, you know, checked that off the list. And yeah, whatever's best for for us, we'll do it. Up next, what is your trap game for the BYU 2017 football schedule? We'll read your tweets coming up next. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. We're going to go to the uh, BYU store as soon as the show's done. My son, they have the uh, the BYU fidget spinners. So i got to go over and buy my son. I don't even, what, is, those, what are those for? My, my son has like five. Yeah, they're just, they're cool. Yeah, so uh, I'm, uh, I've got to go over there and, and grab some. They have those. Something I just don't get, man. It's all right. It's all right. Like, Jason Shepard, Brian Logan, live from Studio B with your day-to-day BYU sports play-by-play. Don't forget, you can watch our daily rebroadcast weeknights on BYU TV at 6 Eastern time.
You will not want to miss our Lavelle Edwards Coaching Tree Special next Friday during BYU Football Media Day. There will be in-person and video tributes from former players and coaches about Lavelle and his legacy. Yeah, some of those some of those in-person guests, obviously members of the Lavelle Edwards uh, family, yeah. Tom Homo, Kalani Satake, Brian Mitchell, and then guys that uh, – oh, and Andy Reid. Andy. Andy I, how can I forget my guy? Ah, you forgot that. My head, ah, my shame head coach on you. of my Kansas City Chiefs. They win the Super Bowl this year. You heard it here first. Mm. Andy Reid will yeah. be in – in the studio, uh, also video tributes from guys like Kyle Whittingham, Mike Holmgren, Mike Leach. It's going to be awesome. You're not going to want to miss this. Our Twitter question today, what is the trap game on BYU's 2017 football schedule and why? Let's get back to the Twitter machine. Tweet, tweet. At Nick Lee 51 is a very smart individual. Why? Because he agrees with Brian and I. <laughs> Definition of a trap game is, according to Nick Lee, and I happen to agree, one against an opponent normally easy to defeat. Therefore, the focus isn't 100% there. It's Utah State. Mm, yep. yep. We, we agree. That, we, yeah, we and, and, and I mentioned this earlier in the show. The good thing is it was hard to find a trap game, or maybe the reason why most people are going with Utah State is that's the only obvious one. There's yeah. not a lot of trap game-worthy games Nope. If you look at BYU's schedule this year. Well, you, and you got I mean, obviously, the reason why you don't have the 100% focus is because you have your focus on the next game, right? It's, it's whether if it's uh, a, a place that you're going to or if you're flying, experience, I mean, a good team, all the above. And, and that's, you know, kind of what you, what you see here. Um, at McKay underscore Baker, Hawaii. That's a good one. The guys might eat too much shaved ice and go into a relaxation coma. <laughs> There's, I would imagine there are a lot of things beyond just the shaved ice that will have you in a relaxation coma yeah, in Hawaii. Yeah, like beach. Just being in yeah. Hawaii. Man, yeah, dude, that's a, that's a bowl game right there. <laughs> I, I would be nervous, too. That, that could, that, that's a good one, you know, for that very reason. But, you know, the, yeah, yeah, there's too much talent for on this BYU team. Uh, at CL underscore living, ECU, East Carolina, middle of the season, uh, past uh, Furious 5, but uh, travel miles and fatigue start to kick in. Interesting. We've had a couple people mention East Carolina. All right, coming up, which BYU baseball player is going pro? It's all next in the Cougar Whip Around. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is brought to you in part by DexterLaw.com for help when you need it most. Thanks to today's guests, Jimmer Fredette and Ashley Hatch. If you missed any of today's show, download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. Brian, what's coming up right now? Let's whip it! It's time for the Cougar Whip Around Baseball. BYU starting pitcher Maverick Buffo is in Florida today to sign with the Toronto Blue Jays. Buffo was drafted in the 34th round on Wednesday. He's expected to be assigned to the Blue Jays minor league system in Virginia or Vancouver. Cougars in the NFL. Former BYU cornerback Mike Davis is getting snaps with the starters at the Los Angeles Chargers minicamp. This according to NFL columnist of the Rebel Media, Fernando Ramirez. Davis signed with the Chargers as an undrafted free agent earlier this summer. Also, the Green Bay Packers wrapped up minicamp yesterday. Former Cougars Jamal Williams, Taysom Hill, and Colby Pearson are currently with the team as the Packers return to training camp coming up on July 26th. Cougars in the PGA. Dan Summer Hayes is on the course in round two at the U.S. Open. Summer Hayes is currently tied for 53rd at, at one over um, through 15. Volleyball. 
Team USA swept Iran yesterday in week three of World League play. Ben Patch led the U.S. with 24 points, including 21 kills. 21 kills, nice job. Taylor Sander was second behind Patch with 12 points. Team USA faces Russia tomorrow at 11.25 a.m. Eastern. Cougars in the minors. Jacob Hanneman went two for four with a run and an RBI and a win for the Iowa Cubs versus the Nashville Sounds. Today's Rise and Shout is brought to you by Dexter and Dexter. Help when you need it most, DexterLaw.com. How about this? Our Rise and Shout today goes out to all of the fathers out there. Yes, all the fathers. Yeah, Father's Day on uh, on Sunday. Hopefully everybody has already, hopefully you haven't procrastinated in getting your dad something. I have. See, I actually sent my dad uh, stuff because he he lives in Missouri. Actually, put it in the mail yesterday, so I'm good. Plus, his birthday (laughs) is next week, so I I sent two things. You know what's messed up with me, man? It's like there's so many digital options, you know, like digital gift cards and stuff. I'm like, okay, yeah, that's what I'm gonna that's what I'm gonna go ahead and do that. The gift card is just the gift cards. It's there's nothing wrong with the gift card. Got the email, boom, here you go. It's here. It's it's a card. It's a Digital card, and then it's a digital <laughs> gift card with it. Nothing wrong with Easy. gift cards. Easy. Our Twitter question today, what is the trap game on BYU's 2017 football schedule and why? Uh, at Carson Hagberg says, Hagberg, excuse me, any game after a tough, hard, or big win, BYU always seems to mentally push away the next game, celebrating the last game's big win. Not, not buying that one. At BYU underscore undefeated. If we start 6-1 and one and it's a special season, UNLV in Hawaii will sneak up on us while we focus on bowl game possibilities. False. False. If we start 6-1, we're going to the Super Bowl. Hey, I like that. Our elite tweet of the day comes from uh, at one bald Cairo doc. The question <laughs> is the true trap game. A diversion to think Spencer and Jeremy are on vacation when actually Shep and Bilo have taken over next to Pitta. Mm, you know what? Nice. One bald Cairo doc. I think you're. Uh, I think you're reading way too much into Brian and I hosting the show yeah, today. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just 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 telling you, probably reading way too much into. No, it. I don't think so at all. The conversation continues twenty four seven on Twitter using the hashtag BYUSN. The show is on demand, BYUSN.com, the audio podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and the TuneIn app. For Brian, I'm Jason. Shout out to Owen Potchman, BYU Sports Nation, back at it Monday at noon Eastern time.